guys welcome to the zoe's corner podcast i am so glad that you are here i am your host margaret zoe connie and once again thank you so much for tuning in we are in season two of zoe's corners podcast and yeah i'm excited for what i have for you this week So I am pretty excited for um, today's podcast. You know, when I was rebranding my podcast and everything, I went to the settings and in the category that you put your podcast under, like you can do personal blog, you can do finance, whatever. And I had chosen religion and spirituality. And I was like, you know what, since I've chosen religion and spirituality, my first um, episode for season two should be about religion and spirituality and so today's podcast as you've seen in the title is um, different styles of evangelism Um, so in Matthew oh so brief background um, I love missions and I feel more called to um, revival than first time encounter evangelism like i'm not the type to knock on doors and be like hey do you know your lord and savior jesus christ do you know my lord and savior jesus christ do you want to make him your lord and savior jesus christ like no i don't do that (laughs) i actually struggle with like first time um evangelism Uh, i i work better with people who have been in the church and have backslidden and everything but this is um, something that I learned in August. Oh my gosh, the 26th of August, 2016. That's so weird because the 26th of August means something totally different right now. Um, anyway, so uh, I'm, I identify as a Jesus follower, as a Christian. And I believe, uh, I believe in the Trinity, I believe in the Holy Spirit, I believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, that they are active today. And so, yeah, um, you may hear some of that in my conversations and stuff. And if you guys have any questions, uh, feel free to let me know. So yeah, let's just get into it. Um, Matthew 28 verse 19 says, you know, that we should go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, so we need to go, right? Uh, we need to love people enough to go where they are. So that's why I love missions. Like you travel to take the good news. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, you know, in first Corinthians nine twenty two, you know, it talks about how, you know, when I'm, when you are weak, I am weak, you know, I, I share your weakness, uh, you know, trying to find common ground and so when you are doing evangelism be ready to adapt yourself you're not necessarily compromising your values and your beliefs just so you can adapt no but then you know be able and willing to share weaknesses um if someone is mourning mourn with them you know um yeah like that anyway um another thing you should know about evangelism um it comes from First Corinthians six, First Corinthians three sixty eight, and it talks about how you know God, like we plant the seeds, and God is the one who makes it grow, 
And so, yeah, so sometimes like when you're doing evangelism, don't expect people to give their lives to Christ right there and then. Sometimes you're just planting a seed. Like sometimes you approach someone and they give their lives to Christ, but you really didn't do anything. There was someone maybe like four years ago who introduced them to Christ and planted that seed and you are just there to reap it. So, yeah, guys, um, just a few tips. If someone looks like they're ready to give their lives to Christ, um, a little, like a few steps before we dive in, uh, stay positive, right? Uh, say something like, would you like to receive the gift of eternal life? Don't say stuff like, are you ready to be washed under the blood of the lamb who was slain for your sin? Are you ready to be made white as snow? Like, nah, don't, don't do that. Please don't do that. Um, yeah, also like, remember, like, be faithful in planting seeds. When you're doing evangelism, think think of it as planting seeds. Um, yeah, don't force people. Please don't force them. And just take it one step at a time. So we are uh, now about to dive into the different styles. There are seven styles and I will try to run through them as quick as possible. So style number one, confrontational. That's um, Peter's style of evangelism. It's more of like an in-your-face. Um, you can read it from Acts 2, 38 to 41. I'll just read a bit of it. It says, Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. So, um, you know, Anyway, he continued to say, save yourselves from this crooked generation. And it says, those who believe what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day. About 3,000 in all. And so, you know, sometimes you see people on the street saying, repent. You know, God is coming soon. Jesus is coming. Repent. You know, uh, ask for forgiveness. And sometimes we think it's crazy and other people actually think it's wrong. But it is biblical. It's just a different style. Some people do get saved. You know, we just read that 3,000 people got saved. So, yeah, um, that's what the first style of uh, evangelism. The second style of evangelism is intellectual. This is the style of Paul. So, uh this type of evangelism is that is uh, for people who have done their homework, you know, they're prepared to be challenged when they go out and evangelize. And when people have questions, they're ready to answer them. Um, we can find this in Acts 17, 2-4. It says, as was Paul's custom, he went to the synagogue service and for three Sabbaths in a row, he used the scriptures to reason with the people. So Paul... Um, I mean, you, you can read all of it, but, you know, Paul reasoned, he explained, and he proved. And so with this type of evangelism, there's um, something called the Romans Road that you can use. And basically, it just takes you through the book of Romans and explains what salvation is. So the first one is Romans 3.23. It talks about all have sinned. You know, usually there's actually like a bracelet. I remember in Bible school, um... There was a missionary who was teaching about evangelism and she actually had a bracelet. It had different beads of different colors and it, it would help remind you of the Romans Road. 
so romans 3 23 talks about all have sinned that was red and then romans 6 23 says the wages of sin is death that was black romans 5 8 says but god loves us so 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 much he died for us while we were still sinners i forgot what color that was and then romans 10 9 says um believe with your heart and confess with your mouth you, you can see a style you can see a style there and then romans 8 1 says there's no condemnation for those who believe so you're basically explaining salvation through the romans road to say okay uh we've sinned we are sinners and the wages of sin is death but god loves us he doesn't want us to die and all you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe with your heart and you know once you believe there'll be no condemnation in you and so that's an easy way of explaining it through the intellectual side um yeah there are also four spiritual laws um you know it says the first one is god loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life number two says sin separates us from god's plan number three Christ provided a way for us to be forgiven. And number four, you have to choose whether you'll come to God. So it's kind of like another, instead of using the Romans road, you can use the four spiritual laws. So it's like, hey guys, God loves you. Sin separates us from God's plan. But there's a way for us to be forgiven. But it's your choice. So you see, those are two different um, ways of the intellectual style. Hey guys, we're taking a little break. I just wanted to um, let you guys know that you guys can follow me on Instagram at MissConnie25. That's M-I-S-S-K-O-N-I-E and the numbers 25. As well as follow me on Facebook and YouTube at Zoe's Corner, Corner with a K. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts because the more reviews I get, the further I can reach people. And so, yeah, guys, let's get back to the podcast. Number three, which um, I think is me. Anyway, um, it's testimonial. So you're simply sharing what God has done in your life. And that's something that I love to do all the time. Um, yeah, you can find a scripture reference from Mark 5, 15 to 20. Um, it's talking about uh, a man who was once possessed, you know, and he was testifying. And uh, it's all about being a witness. And the definition of a witness is someone who tells people what they know. You know, like when you go to court, they, they call up on a witness and say, okay, tell us what you know about this case. You know, what did you see? What did you hear? And that's what um, telling, you know, testifying is all about. Um, however, guys, when you testify, please, please, these are things to avoid when you testify, okay? Number one, being too long, too boring, or too detailed, like, just get to the point. Like, don't, don't start explaining from where you were born, what, 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 what. Okay, I do that sometimes. But, um, I mean, if you're in a situation where, like, you have a lot of time, maybe you can do that. But if it's, like, street evangelism, just get to the point, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, look for signs that, hey, people are losing interest, you know. Let, let me get to the point. Yeah, uh, apparently the, the best time frame to testify is three minutes. 
apparently i don't know um avoid using church lingo when you're testifying so don't start saying you know oh i'm so thankful that you know i've been redeemed and you know like i'm just living a life of revival and you know like you um uh, i was washed away by the blood of the lamb and people are just gonna be like what what are you saying so avoid church lingo speak a language that everyone can understand people who are not christians people who have never heard of christ before people have never heard of the church so yeah also um avoid being superior like stop trying to say like oh you know yeah i was you know i used to drink or whatever but like now i'm like all good and and then you're, you're talking to someone who is drinking you know it's making um drinking in the sense of you know um someone who heavily relies on alcohol in any um so yeah just avoid being superior avoid being yeah just feeling like you're more than the person um another thing is your before and after doesn't have to be dramatic but it has to be true so i know of some people who you know i had a friend she she would never go and evangelize because she said you know i just don't have a dramatic story because you know there were some people who had stories of like they were in drug cartels and then you know they had an encounter with god and what and for her she was raised in the church her whole life and you know i had i had to explain to her like that's a testimony in itself you know god saved you from so many other things um from so many things of regret you know uh, situations of regret so yeah remember that when you're testifying number four relational so this is also something that i do um relational evangelism apparently is the most effective um the impressions people have of us will have a profound effect on how they view god and so i usually build relationships with people before i introduce them to god so it's and don't don't take it the wrong way like you know the only reason i'm I'm your friend is because you don't know jesus like no it's not that like i genuinely want to get to know you and it would be an added bonus you know if you received jesus as your lord and savior so yeah um yeah go to the people that you know and tell them about what god has done in your life you know number five invitational this is another one i do a lot oh my gosh i feel like i just keep saying that for all of them but anyway invitational this is spectator witnessing so these are okay it sounds weird when i say spectator witnessing anyway basically you don't do any of the work you just invite them to church so you just say um oh hey you know can you do you want to go to church with me oh hey do you want to um go to this church conference with me or hey uh come for a sleepover but you know we'll be passing through um cell group or connect group or connection group uh before we go you know where you don't do anything you just bring the person to a building or you bring them to someone to believe us and god works his magic well not magic but god works um there so all you do is like just take the person so yeah number six we're almost there guys we're almost there number six an act oh is service web evangelism is service so that's an act of kindness this is like it's called action witnessing 
So you you don't tell people about the gospel. You show them. You live the gospel. You know, um, in Matthew five thirty nine to forty two, you know, it talks about when someone slaps you on the right cheek, turn the other cheek. You know, if you are sued in court and they say bring your shirt, give them also your coat. You know, if someone says no, uh, carry carry this thing for me for a mile, carry it for two miles, go the extra mile. You know, so that's another way of evangelism. You are showing them what God has done in your life. You are showing them who God is in your life. You are showing them the transformation that has happened in your life. And I I really believe that that is um, effective as well. And the last method of evangelism is lifestyle. So with lifestyle evangelism, which every Christian should be doing, basically it's a reflection reflective witnessing where your life is reflecting the life of jesus um matthew 5 14 to 18 talks about us being a light of the world and how you know it's like a city on a hill it can't be hidden no one gets a a a torch or a flashlight or a candle or a lamp and puts it under a table no you put it on top for everyone to see for it to actually be useful you don't hide it you you put it out for for it to shine for people to see you know and so yeah that's the the seventh um method of evangelism uh once again i'll just go through them uh one by one not in detail but yeah the first one remember confrontational that's the one for in your face like you know you're gonna go to hell if you don't repent um by the way guys there's a time and place for that i'm just saying (laughs) it's biblical but there's a time but the bible also says there's a time for everything uh number two intellectual that's when you're smart you know you reason you explain you prove that's like that's the one with the romans road number three is testimonial my favorite where you share what God has done in your life. Number four is relational, where you build relationships and then um, evangelize. Number five, invitational, where you invite someone to church or to a connection group or you invite someone to meet with a pastor or something or go to a church camp. Number six is service. That's action witnessing. Remember you you doing something for someone and showing God's love through your actions. And uh, number seven, lifestyle. Living your life as a you know, living your life as a as a testimony, living your life as a as a witness that is reflecting the life of Jesus. And so, yeah, guys, um, please let me know what style of evangelism you identify with the most. Or if you have been saved, um, let me know how you got saved with the different types of evangelism um, and which methods of evangelism you've been approached with that you don't like. And um, yeah, I would really, really like to connect with you guys and everything. So Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast. I hope that you are inspired and encouraged. Please remember to leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts, as well as share this with family and friends. 
don't forget to follow me on instagram at missconnie25 as well as tune into my youtube channel zoe's corner with a k Alrighty, guys i love you bye